Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard in a wonderful August summer weekend to you. I'm Rudy Maxa, travel journalist and your genial radio show host. You're tuned into the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm delighted you're here today. We've got a really full menu of interesting guests, uh, so let me whet your appetite very quickly before we get going. I'm going to be talking with William McGee. He's author of the new book titled Attention All Passengers. Uh, We talked last week with him about why outsourcing of maintenance for commercial aircraft uh, might not be a great idea, given that FAA inspectors rarely get to places uh, in Central America and Asia that do that that maintenance. We might talk with him today about why very young children are not safe sitting in your lap on an airplane and a couple of other subjects you should know about. Courtney Scott from Travelocity.com is going to join us with some Labor Day travel deals in case you haven't made any getaway plans yet but would like to. And you may remember the news story last week about that flight that was delayed at Pittsburgh's airport because a swarm of bees decided to land on the aircraft's wing. We're going to meet that beekeeper who removed those bees and learn how he did it. And by the way, it was the third time he'd been called into the airport for that kind of mission this year. But I want to start with probably what is probably the most unusual travel opportunity I've heard about in a long while. It's offered by a nonprofit cultural exchange organization called World Weavers, and it offers folks the opportunity to walk in someone else's shoes for a month. The most recent offering has a very provocative title. It's called Muslim for a Month, and that's just what it sounds like. You can take a tour around the world and experience Muslim life and experience that culture and religion. Ben Bowler is the man who runs this cultural exchange program, and we reach him today in Australia. Ben, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Hi, everybody. Great to be here. All right. Uh, was my introduction correct? You are a nonprofit. I know you're a non-government organization. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. We've got a nonprofit, so also uh, the the, uh, the organization that runs those particular programs. We would consider a social enterprise. All right. So the main what? goal, the main goal is social and cultural, but it's run as a business. What does Muslim for a month mean, and what does that entail? Okay, Rudy. So what it is is we wanted to give people the opportunity to step inside, as you said quite rightly, another uh, uh, into other people's shoes culturally uh, and of course religiously. And so it's an opportunity to come and live on the inside uh, and to, to do that through a personal experience, as opposed to just. Uh, uh, listening to second-hand experience or what we hear in the media, but actually going. The program runs in Turkey, and it's uh, focused on the uh, idea of uh, Sufism, which is a kind of spirituality within Islam, which is also very connected to the idea of this intercultural dialogue and interfaith harmony. So it's really giving people the opportunity to step inside and have a full, immersive, authentic experience uh, inside. It's in Turkey, inside the Turkish Islamic context. All right, what does that mean? Are you living with a, are you living with an Islamic family? What does that mean to 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 spend a month doing that? All right. So so actually, typically the program in Turkey is about two days. So the month, Rudy, is kind of poetic in that case. It was ben, Ben, we just we, Ben, excuse me for interrupting. We got a, we got a hiccup just when you said how many days it was. That's the only thing we didn't hear. What did you say? 
All right, okay. Because we started with Monk for a month in Thailand, which was actually a month, but the program in Turkey is is a 10-day program. Ah, So the month is kind of poetic license, right? And we're running the Muslim for a month and Sufi for a month programs. And it's living inside a Sufi lodge, which is about 400 years old in the old part of Istanbul, incredibly atmospheric part of Istanbul. And it's also going into Turkish homes and living with the families and really getting to understand all religion and culture from the inside. And obviously, you've made arrangements with them. They're welcoming you. Um, are you eating with them? Are you going to uh, their religious ceremonies with them? Absolutely. So, I mean, as I said, there's two different programs. There's a Sufi mystic for a month, and there's the Muslim for a month. And they are slightly different. But uh, certainly, we're staying in the Sufi lodge, going out and doing homestays, visiting some of the historic and cultural sites, and very much focusing on a famous uh, figure who is Jaladin Rumi. And Rumi was alive in the 12th century and was a, a great proponent for tolerance and uh, cultural uh, unity. And he was actually lived most of his life in what's now central Turkey in a town called Konya. So the program culminates in a pilgrimage to visit the tomb of Rumi. Many of your listeners will be familiar with Rumi through poetry. Uh, He's actually been the biggest selling poet in the U.S. for the last decade, even though he's been uh, not with us for eight centuries. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. I mean, he was actually a 13th century poet, I believe, man, but uh, uh, in the 1200s. Um, and, and if you've ever heard of whirling dervishes, you have heard of something involving the Sufi uh, Sufism, which uh, is sort of a mystical branch yeah. of Islam. The whirling, whirling dervishes uh, uh, believe, as Rumi did, that the use of music, poetry, and dance were a path for reaching God. And if you go to Istanbul, you can see uh, literally the whirling, whirling dervishes doing their dance in the evening, as uh, as I recall from Rudy. Rudy, the, you are you are absolutely correct, and I stand corrected. And uh, it's midnight here in Australia, so my <laughs> brain's a little bit fuzzy. But uh, no uh, worries. Actually, the whirling the whirling dervish on the Sufi mystic program, and the next one is running on September 16, and then after that, it's in November. And uh, we've created a coupon code SAVVY for your listeners. They get a 15% discount off that program. And they actually learn how to whirl, Rudy. So they go in with the authentic, genuine whirling dervishes, and they're actually learning how to do that prayer and worship through that unique movement. It's a pretty amazing program. And uh, you'd find more information at worldweavers.com. Ben, uh, how much will this cost uh, someone? So typically, the, uh, you're looking at a price of around about $990 if they were to take the discount. And that's for 10 days. That includes staying in the lodge, all the incredible, incredible hospitality. See, the, the beautiful thing here, Rudy, is the host is actually a non-profit organization in Turkey, which is an organization dedicated to intercultural understanding and peace between cultures. So the, the, the intention is really different to, say, a typical business. So it includes everything uh, once you're from inside Turkey. It even includes the flight to Konya and back as well as day trips to some of the historic cities like Bursa, which was one of the capitals in the Ottoman Empire. That's a fully inclusive program, and people are having the most extraordinary, uplifting spiritual experiences. They're learning intellectually, they're growing spiritually, and they're getting to know another culture on the other side of the world. I think this is absolutely fascinating, Ben. Um, For more information on this, go to worldweavers.com, and apparently Ben has extended a discount code SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, uh, so you can come in at $100 a day, 10 days to learn about Sufism and, and experience that culture in Istanbul. Fabulous. Um, are you going to do any more Monk for a month? We've only got about 30 seconds left, Ben. 
Sure, we've got Monk for Month in India. You can go to monkformonth.com as well. We've got Monk for Month in the Tibetan uh, tradition. We're creating a, uh, a Christian immersion program, which is also going to be in Europe. So we're really trying to be uh, offering a whole variety of these people so different cultures get to experience what it's like and get, uh, get to actually taste that living experience of something they may not know about. Fascinating. Ben Bauer, hey, I think we really appreciate your joining us. I think this is uh, the most interesting thing I've heard about uh, in uh, many a moon. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you very much. Take Thank care. Go to sleep. Good night in Australia. <laughs> okay. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We, met, we reached Ben Bauer. Uh, excuse me, Ben Bowler. I'm sorry. B-O-W-L-E-R. Ben Bowler in uh, Australia. His website is worldweavers.com. If you're interested in experiencing Sufism, that mystical branch of Islam in uh, Turkey, go to worldweavers.com. And apparently Savvy will get you a little discount on that. Nice. Stick around. We'll come back and talk with William McGee of Attention All Passengers. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought them to the Trevi Fountain and told them the legend. With your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Geico presents a thank you letter from your motorcycle. Hi, you dear guy that sits on me. I just wanted to say thanks. Ever since you saved money on your motorcycle insurance with Geico, we've been going out a lot more. The beach, the mountains, that curvy road that leads to the diner with the milkshakes you love. Look, the point is, you and me, we've become a biker buds. And I like it. I like it a lot. Geico could help you save on your motorcycle insurance. And that should make you and your bike very happy. I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. This segment of the program is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling. If it does and when it does happen to you, protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation such as social or political unrest in the place you're at. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, 
On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at On Call International or just log on to the radio show website, rudymaxa.com. Scroll down on that homepage and look under Sponsors. Let me read you a little section from uh, Attention All Passengers, a new book by William McGee. The policies that now threaten our nation's aviation safety record can be traced back to 81 when Ronald Reagan came into office warning government's not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. But today, the real and present danger threatening airline safety is weak enforcement, thanks to nearly three decades of the Reagan smaller government mantra. Has the federal government implemented nonsensical regulations? No question. Has it wasted tax dollars? Absolutely. Would bureaucracy impede many of the industry's brightest innovators if the government completely ran the airlines? Certainly. But demonizing regulators and placing all trust in the free market is a dangerous proposition as well. Based on my experiences working in and investigating the airline industry, I can personally testify that there truly are airline executives who cut corners on safety. Uh, I'm paraphrasing uh, Mr. McGee here. Um, he, he says, basically, airline executives should not be the last line of defense in preventing such accidents. Uh, Bill McGee is on the phone with us now. You, we talked to him last uh, weekend about... Um, government oversight of maintenance and the outsourcing of maintenance aircraft. I wanted to go a little further into a couple other subjects. Bill, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much for having me back, Rudy. Uh, let's start with something fairly simple that affects a lot of people, which is uh, children under two years old who fly unrestrained, so-called lap children on planes. You say that's a very bad idea. Right, and, and you know, I'm not the expert here, but I have had the advantage of sitting in a room with the experts. Um, when I served on a on a committee for the Department of Transportation two years ago, uh, I managed to get in one room just about all of the best minds in the country on this. People from the airline industry, from Boeing, from 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 the from the flight attendants unions, you name it. And uh, there's no argument here. There's no scientific argument anyway. Uh, everyone concludes that. A lap child is 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 in greater danger than a child that's properly restrained. Uh, there have been a few deaths, a handful of deaths, and there have been uh, serious injuries over the years in situations in which you know adults who were restrained weren't hurt, but but infants were. And it, and it really all has to do with the physics, and it all has to do with the g forces. So there's no scientific argument. No one no one maintains that a lap child is as safe or safer than a child in a restraint. Right, and yet the be FAA warned. and the airlines won't ban lap children. Uh, uh, parents, you have now been warned. And this was a surprising stat. I know that um, regional airlines fly shorter flights, so in the average day a regional pilot will take off and land much more often than, say, a pilot flying cross-country for a larger airline. But today in your book you say 53 of all airline flight departures in the U.S. are operated uh, by the major carriers' regional partners, companies with less familiar names such as Comair and Colgan and Delta Express and so on. And while we are very proud of the major airline safety record the last couple years, over the past nine years there have been six crashes of small carriers leading to 155 deaths. Is there a different standard of safety for smaller airlines than for the majors? In theory, no. In theory, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this uh, this loophole was uh, was supposedly closed a few years ago, and in fact, there was further legislation after the uh, Colgan Air crash near Buffalo that I'm sure you recall sure. in 2009 that killed 50 people, um, and President Obama signed into law. But uh, unfortunately, in practice, uh, I hear all the time from uh, from people in the industry and from FAA inspectors that say there's still there are two two sets of standards here. 
Uh, you know, Colgan Air exposed an awful lot of problems, and, and among them, I think that that, that shocks people was the fact that uh, you know there's such a, a there can be such disparities between mainline airlines and their regional partners when it comes to hiring, when it comes to training, uh, and certainly when it comes to uh, compensation. You know, the uh, the first officer in that flight was making uh, less than seventeen thousand dollars a year, and I think that shocked an awful lot of people. Uh, you're right. It's 53 percent now of all, you know, departures in the United States are operated by the regionals. But um, you know, as I say in the book, some of the people that are close to this refer to them as the farm teams. And w- what can be done about this? I mean, what? W- w- I-, I guess that's my question. What can be done? Yeah, well, I think there's no question that we, we need to look at, I have a whole chapter in the book just devoted to the FAA and the FAA's oversight of the of the industry. And I think we need to look at that oversight more closely. Um, you know, there, the reason that I, that I devoted a whole chapter to it is to sort of go back and look at the FAA's history. And, um, you know, as, as we, we, we spoke about this briefly last week, but, you know, there's a sense from a lot of people in the front lines, particularly FAA inspectors that are frustrated by this, that um, the FAA's old motto is still in effect. The motto up until a few years ago, right on the, 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 the mission statement, right on the homepage, was that the FAA referred to the airlines as their customers. Um, they changed the wording, but the mindset, uh, you know, I'm told, is still there in some cases. Um, the fact is, of course, the airlines are not the FAA's customers. We're their customers, the taxpayers, the flyers. Um, but this this mindset of what happens when regulators don't quite view the industry they're regulating um, the way that they should. You know, we've seen it in other industries. We've seen it in Wall Street. We saw it with with the Deepwater Horizon incident. We saw it with Toyota a few years ago. Um, you know, in the end, the FAA is there to protect us. Well, are there, in the case of the regional airlines, which is what we're talking about, let me uh, remind, if you just tuned in, we're talking with William McGee. He's got a great new book out called Attention All Passengers. Reach down and tell you this: the subtitle of the book is "The Airlines' Dangerous Descent and How to Reclaim Our Skies." Uh, Mr. McGee is a journalist as well as having been involved intimately with the airline industry, and he puts a good fisheye look at the entire industry. We're talking about commuter airlines. Is it that there's a lack of oversight because there aren't enough FAA inspectors, even even for regional airlines here in the United States? Well, I think there are a couple of factors. One is that you know the FAA is sort of you could make the argument it's always sort of perennially been been under. Um, under budgeted, but you know those, those budget crises can be more acute at certain times. Uh, but there's also, in recent years, you know, as I detail at length in the section on maintenance, there's been um, there's been a shift in how the industry does business. Uh, you know, the fact is, regional flying itself is another form of outsourcing, in my view. Just as the airlines have now outsourced just about all of their their major maintenance, they've also outsourced flying in many cases to regional carriers. So there's been this tremendous growth. Um, with regional carriers, but it's sort of a shell game, as I point out. It's not it's not genuine growth in that there aren't, you know, it's not as if we have millions of new people flying in the United States. The United States is what they call a mature market, but there's been this shift from the main lines to the regionals. And the FAA, in many cases, just, just hasn't caught up. Uh, that's what the FAA inspectors are telling me, the ones that are out there on the front lines. And I would imagine, oh, I know, it's uh, and you know, too, that it can be very stressful flying those small planes in and out of big airports and taking off and landing four or five, six times a day, uh, as, say, opposed to getting on one flight, you know, getting on a, being a pilot and flying from New York to Los Angeles and calling it a day, as it were. 
Right. Well, you know, that's why that chapter is called uh, When Your Airline Isn't Your Airline, because I not, I not only address the safety issues with regionals, but just, you know, the comfort and service issues. The fact is, it's, you know, it, it's, it's in some ways, uh, I had one person describe it to me as a, as a bait and switch, because, you know, you book a flight on Delta or American or United or U.S. Airways, but you're flying on, a, on, a, on an aircraft that's going to be a completely different experience in terms of comfort, in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of the seats, in terms of the service, the amenities. Uh, you know, uh, anyone that's flown on a regional knows that um, it's a different experience. And unfortunately, and, uh, also in terms of safety record. Also in terms of safety record. Yeah, no question. So, I mean, up and down the board, it is a completely different experience. Yet, you know, you're, you're, you're buying your ticket to airline A, but you're flying on airline B. Bill, we got 30 seconds left. In a nutshell, why is the the fact so many more people are flying now than four or five years ago, or so many more people on a plane, a problem? Well, the fact is, you know, if, if there were more flights, it would be one thing. But we're looking at loads factors now, percentage of occupied seats that we've never seen since World War II when, when the airlines were troop carriers. So the flights are more crowded than ever. And when something goes bad now, it goes bad very quickly. It tends to domino. When there are delays and cancellations now, it gets out of control very quickly because those flights are just all so full. If you're interested in America's aviation system, I recommend you pick up a copy of Attention All Passengers by William McGee. Uh, Go to Facebook and type in Attention All Passengers, and on uh, William's Facebook fan page, you will find links to some of his recent articles and newspapers and so on on the subject of uh, the aviation crisis in the United States. Bill, thank you for joining us for a second weekend in a row. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rudy. I appreciate it as well. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're going to be talking to Stephen Rapaski, who's at Pittsburgh Beekeeper. You can let that flight take off from Pittsburgh after a colony of bees landed on it. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Going on vacation? We like to think we'll never have an emergency away from home, but the truth is, accidents happen. Take Susan and her husband David. They were strolling in Munich when Susan stumbled on a cobblestone, fell, and broke her ankle. Susan needed surgery and wanted to be treated by her doctors at home. Luckily, Susan and David had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International, so they didn't need to worry. OnCall helped them with everything. Don't you want an emergency resource, too? Visit OnCallInternational.com today, or for more info, visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story, and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. 
Here's Rudy Maxa. And this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. Right now, if you go to travelguard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales. And you can win a new Kindle, maybe. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And the latest one, a couple celebrates their retirement with a trip to Italy. And upon learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending of the story and earn a chance to win a Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. So maybe you saw that incredible picture about a week and a half ago of a Delta Airlines plane sitting in the Pittsburgh, wanting to take off to LaGuardia, but about 10,000 honeybees are draped almost like a blanket over one of the wings of the jet. I mean, it's quite an amazing picture, and it made, uh, I bet, worldwide headlines, not just national headlines. The hero of the day was a local in Pittsburgh area, Pittsburgh area master beekeeper named Stephen Rapaski, and I tracked him down at a conference in Vermont this week and said, Stephen, you got to come on and tell us, apparently this is not the first time you have removed bees that are impeding air traffic at the Pittsburgh airport. Is that right, Stephen? That's right. That's, uh, that swarm that I caught back on August 1st was actually the uh, fourth swarm of the season. Uh, the other three, uh, one was on a runway taxi light. Uh, the uh, a second one was on a fuel tanker that they were couldn't move because they had to, they wanted to fuel a, uh, a plane up and they couldn't move because of the swarm of bees. And the third one was on a uh, loading dock stairways at the UPS facility there at the Pittsburgh airport. Now, what's going on? They clearly travel, I mean, in these enormous packs when they're moving from uh, one place to the next and not just out gathering honey, as we like to think of our little honeybees doing. Sure, yeah. I mean, a typical uh, honeybee colony is going to be stationary in one location, and they're, they're raising young and going out and collecting nectar and pollen and whatnot. But uh, what happens with uh, swarms, is uh, the honeybee colony gets basically, without getting into too much biology of it, they, they get too large for the, where they're living, and it becomes overcrowded, and it's swarming is nature's way of dividing on a large scale. So they reach a point of uh, overcrowding, and the old queen takes off with roughly half the colony of bees, and what's left behind raises a new colony, and what takes off is the swarm of honeybees that we find in trees or uh, on the sides of buildings, or in this case, on the wing of an airplane. All right. Trees and the size of buildings, I understand, because they're looking for a new place. But are they, were they on hanging, I say draping, because I'm looking at the picture. It looks like a, you know, a, 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 a blanket over the wing. Are they, were they on that wing because they were resting uh, en route to somewhere else? Or was this sure. going to be a possible home? No, it was definitely a resting spot. If it was a new home, I don't think they would make it very long in that case. No. Um, but they were clustered right on the, on the plane. And what happens when that that swarm leaves the mother hive, as we call it, uh, they take off. And they may land 100 yards away. They might land 500 yards away initially to, to rest. And, and at that point, while they're resting, the scout bees are out looking for a permanent location. And they may move two, three, four times and, and rest in between and until they find a, a place that they can set up shop. And, and hopefully it's a hollow tree somewhere where... Um, they're out of the way of, of people, you know, but at the same time, they're going to have a good chance to survive. And in this case, I have a suspicion that there's probably a wild colony of honeybees there uh, in the airport complex in one of the walls, and we're just seeing the swarms that are coming off of that. And, and the first place they could land is an airplane or a staircase or a runway light. 
this is fascinating. So here's the million dollar question: How do you remove them? Are you the bee whisperer, or do you have uh, do you, you smoke? How do you how do you coax ten thousand bees to come off the wing of the Delta flight and follow me, Stephen Rapaski? So well, if you talk to any of the folks that were out there, they would tell you I was the bee whisperer, but it's certainly uh, <laughs> not that uh, you know intense, I guess. But uh, what uh, I do is you know it's a combination of techniques depending on what I'm dealing with. And in that case, they were clustered on the wing itself. They weren't really draped over. If you look closely, there's a couple of little uh, hanging parts of the plane off that wing, and they, ah, they, they okay. were clustered on it. So it looks like they were draped, but they were clustered pretty good on, on that plane plane wing. So what I did was I tried not to use smoke because that just disturbs the bees when they're in a swarming mode. When they're in a swarming mode like that, the bees are docile. They're engorged with honey. They're just looking for a place to live. So, you know, you could go up and approach them as I did, without a veil, without protection, um, and just, you know, slowly sweep them into a box. Uh, I was able to, to locate the queen in that cluster as I was sweeping them. So once a bulk of the bees are in there, the rest of them tend to just follow because of the pheromones that they put off. They, they realize that they found a new home in the box that I provided, and they all start, uh, they put their little butts up in the air and, and emit a pheromone called a Nassimov pheromone, which says, hey, we found our home. Come on in. So the rest of the bees just kind of follow right in. So it's rather fairly simple, but you need to know bee biology in order to do it correctly and safely. I'm still calling you the bee whisperer. Stephen, 15 seconds left. Where did you take that box full of bees? Uh, they went uh, to my backyard, uh, <laughs> much to the displeasure of my wife. Uh, but they're sitting there with uh, several other hives that I have in Pittsburgh. And I'm going to monitor them, make sure they're safe and uh, clean of disease. And uh, I'll get them through the winter, and hopefully they'll produce some money for next year. How many hives in the backyard, Stephen? Uh, in my backyard, I have four, but I run about 45 colonies total in the Pittsburgh area. Unbelievable. Hey, I'm, thanks for taking time on your flight home uh, from the conference in Vermont. We reached Stephen at the Vermont airport. Excuse me, at the Pittsburgh airport. Stephen, thank you. Thank you. Unbelievable. When he's not uh, saving Pittsburgh Airport from bees, Stevens employed as a wildlife biologist. Stick around. Labor Day travel deals coming up. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. It's ironic. Sometimes technology makes life more complicated. Take your TV, for example. How many remote control devices does it take to change a channel? Geico, on the other hand, makes technology work for you. Your laptop, smartphone, tablet... No matter what device you have, no matter where you are, you're never more than a click or call away from GEICO. It really is as simple as that. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. 
Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. And before you know it, it's mid-August, and it's back-to-school shopping ads in the newspaper, and oh my goodness, the football, high school football teams are starting to practice. Labor Day coming up. Probably too late to get a good deal on a holiday, isn't it? Well, that's not what Courtney Scott says. Courtney, welcome to us. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you with us. Hi there. Courtney Scott says, Senior Editor with Travelocity.com. Um, so really now, four weeks, uh, well, less, excuse me, what am I saying, four weeks, two weeks, two, two and a half, three weeks before Labor Day, there's still some deals out there? There are indeed. Um, airfare is only up 4% year over year, and I've checked out the latest rates on hotel properties, and there are some fabulous deals all across the country in some of the most popular destinations, so that's great news. Okay, give me some uh, specifics. Well, we have um, Las Vegas is one of the best values this Labor Day. It's so much fun, not only a party destination, but it's really a family fun destination. So many entertainment and attractions. Uh, we have a fantastic hotel uh, for $400 flight and hotel package. This is the Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. It's uh, formerly the Las Vegas Hilton. They are offering 30% off their standard rates and no resort fees. This also includes $100 in dining deals. Now that really makes a big, uh, it really makes a big impact because you're going to Las Vegas, you want to eat out at all those luxurious fancy restaurants, and $400 for a flight and hotel package is really a steal for the holiday weekend. So how many nights is this and where is the airfare priced from? So this is a uh, package from L.A., but there are comparable packages um, from lots of the popular cities across the country. And this is a Friday arrival and a Monday departure. 
So three nights for $400 plus airfare and $100 food credit, food and beverage credit at, at the hotel. And it's a four-star property. That's incredible. Wait, there's no more Las Vegas Hilton? What is it now? It's the uh, LVH, Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. Four-star, wonderful property on the Strip, a little bit, a little bit farther out from the main drag, right. but it's really all right there. I'll be darned. Okay. Um, now, I gather, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why over Labor Day there's such a deal here. I presume part of it is because it's still pretty hot in Las Vegas. It is. And, you know, a lot of this, in a lot of destinations, children have already gone back to school. Mm-hmm. So that could factor in. You know, people are not taking a Labor Day holiday. There are some availabilities in these hotels last minute. Um, whatever the reason, we're very happy that they're out there and uh, ready to be snatched up. And there also aren't business travelers having a convention in Vegas uh, over Labor Day, so hotel rooms are plentiful. Indeed, indeed, yes. It's not really the the prime season for all of the uh, conventions that we typically see there. All right. Do you have any other deals we ought to, or other locations we ought to be looking at seriously for Labor Day getaway? We should always be looking at Orlando, Florida. The average nightly rate at a hotel there is under a hundred dollars, and it is just a family fun, perfect destination. I've heard of uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't beat it. There, there's a, a magical memories villa. It's uh, really it's a rental property, so you're getting your own apartment, and it's only minutes to all of the theme parks. Forty percent off daily rate, and uh, you get free internet access, pool with. A heated spa, there's children's pool, and the access to the theme parks is so essential. You want to be close by. Uh, that's a super steal, and uh, it's available for Labor Day. And I, I gather these are packages that are on offer at Travelocity.com, right? They are. You can go to Travelocity.com slash deals and see all of these fantastic options. Now, when you book, you really want to bundle that booking together. We call that dynamic packaging. Select the hotel, select the airfare. If you book it together, you could save up to $525. So that applies to Labor Day and beyond. Let, let's explain for listeners, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're the expert, but, but my understanding of why a package is cheaper than buying two or three segments of a trip, like rental car, hotel, and lodging separately, is that it allows the suppliers to offer a discount and sort of bury it in that one total price so that Maybe somebody who, who who paid a higher price for one of those elements doesn't call up and say, hey, wh- wait a minute, how come they're getting that hotel or that flight for that? You know, you, you hit it on the nail, on the head. That's exactly it. They, they will not release the prices if it's a la carte because it just is too glaringly obvious what the deal is. But when everything is bundled together, uh, it, it's much easier to get those deals. And it's a very flexible process. You don't, it's not a prepackaged deal. We like to sure. make sure people understand that. So it really gives you uh, a, lots of flexibility. And I would imagine a company like Travelocity and its competitors can uh, buy in bulk and get a discount there, too. Courtney, I really appreciate your taking time out of your weekend to talk with us. Courtney Scott is a travel uh, a senior editor at Travelocity.com. Talking about Labor Day deals. Courtney, take care. Thanks. And I'm going to have some deals of my own coming up in the next segment. Also, a couple oh, funny little news story I think will give you, give you a smile. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's 52 minutes after the hour. You're in Rudy Max's World where it's all travel all the time. Nice to have you here. Hey, if you uh, have a comment or a idea for a segment or a guest, feel free to email me at Rudy, R-U-D-Y, at Rudy Maxa. Maxa is Max with an A on the end. Rudy Maxa. Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. And if you're cruising around your Facebook page in the next couple of days or so, go to Rudy Maxa dash t- or just Rudy Maxa TV show. As I have been saying for two years, I know this isn't a TV show, but I do do te- television shows on public uh, television. And when I created a fan page on Facebook, they didn't have a category called radio show host or travel radio show host. Uh, so anyway, Rudy TV show. We're almost up to 2,000 likes. Hit that like button. And you know, I thought we I set the goal to get there by the end of the year, but I swear we're going to be there by the end of the month or so or next month or about 100 away. Join me at Rudy Max a TV show on Facebook. Hey, uh, here's some big news. By the end of the year, Denny's is going to open a new outlet in downtown Las Vegas. So why you say, what? that's not big news. Well, let me finish. This particular Denny's is going to feature a full bar and a wedding chapel. It'll be open 24 hours so you can drop in and get married at 4 a.m. and have a stack of pancakes for breakfast right there after the ceremony. You'll even be able to buy your wedding cake right there. Some will be made of Denny's puppies, which are sort of bite-sized rolls of dough that come in a variety of, f- of flavors. Hey, Mr. First Class Traveler, there you go. Uh, now, I got a kick out of uh, some readers' comments. Uh, this was posted as a, a story on, on somebody's blog. I, I got a kick out of some of the comments about the new Denny's in Vegas. I wonder, wrote one person, when they'll add the tattoo parlor. Another wrote, you wake up the next morning and find yourself married to a Denny's waitress. And another is, oh, great, this means bridesmaids are going to have to dress up and shave. And can a manager perform the wedding? Only in Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, uh, one of that city's icons, Elvis Presley, was celebrated on the occasion of the 35th anniversary of his death in a big way at Graceland last week in Memphis. There was an auction of Presley artifacts, the singer's Colt Python. It's a double-action revolver that he apparently used for target practice in his backyard, went for nearly $14,000. But listen to this. If you wonder how much fans adore the memory of Elvis, check this out. An empty plastic bottle of the antibiotic tetracycline, in other words, a little pill case, that was prescribed to Presley in 1974 went for $5,500. Hmm. More than 70,000 fans made the pilgrimage to Memphis this week for the annual commemoration of the singer's death. But the big surprise was the appearance of Elvis's ex-wife Priscilla Presley and his daughter Lisa Marie. The singer died of a heart attack at age 42 on August 16th, 1977. I remember it like it was yesterday. All right, a couple deals here. Hey, who knew that National Grid... Oh, got that cash register? There we go. Sorry, I always forget that. Nice. We spend so much money on special effects, I can't believe I forget these things. All right, as I was saying, who knew that uh, National Grandparents Day was coming up on September 9th? I didn't know that. But somebody who did are the marketing folks at Elite Island Resorts. Uh, that's a group that handles a collection of Caribbean resorts, all seafed, all right on the water. Some of its properties are offering 55% off on all-inclusive Caribbean vacations of five nights or longer, five nights or longer, for grandparents and their families, if you book by the end of September, for travel through December 20th at most resorts. I know a couple of these resorts. I've been to a couple of them, not all of them, but we're talking nice places. This is not... Uh, uh, this is not a spring break kind of place. They have destinations in Antigua, Granada, 
or Grenada, excuse me, Santa Lucia, Tortola, and the Grenadines. Sample. The St. James Club on Antigua uh, has rates beginning at $310 a day per couple, not per person, per couple, and $27 per child. Now, remember, this is all-inclusive, so your sports, your food, your, uh, I guess, most of your drinks, obviously your lodging. The resort's got four tennis courts, six pools, waterfront rooms. This sale covers stays beginning now through December 20th. St. James Club in Antigua, three ten a day per couple, $27 for each child you bring with you, or each grandchild you bring with you. Or you got the Morgan Bay Beach Resort on San Lucia, three fifty-five a couple, $27 per child. Sale runs from September 9th through December 20th. Or the Veranda Resort and Spa, also on Antigua, all-inclusive rates start at three hundred one per couple, plus $27 a child. Uh, September 1 through, through uh, December 20th. You can find more details on these uh, uh, these offers at EliteResorts.com. Or maybe you want to go skiing. Well, the following resorts have joined together to form a marketing consortium called the Mountain Collective. Keep that name in mind. It's the website. Alta Resort in Utah, Aspen Snowmass in Colorado, Jackson Hole in Wyoming, and Squaw Valley in, and Alpine Meadows in California. Here's the deal. You can buy a pass for $349 that'll give you two free ski days at each of those resorts. Kids pay $229 for that pass. In addition, once you've used those two free days, you get $50 off, excuse me, 50% off on lift tickets as long as you want after those two complimentary days are used. They also offer lodging deals at four ski areas. Now, this pricing is valid until November 19th, so you can find uh, more information at themountaincollective.com themountaincollective.com So there you go. You want some little sun, fun in the sun? Check out Elite Destination, Elite Resorts What is it? Let me get you the website right. Elite Islands Resorts. EliteIslandsResorts.com You want a deal on skiing because you can hop around all these fabulous places? It's called themountaincollective.com for that break on uh, resort rates and ski lift costs. Okay, we're coming to the end of the first hour. Boy, that went fast. I appreciate your joining me. We're going to pause for about six minutes of news from your local station and uh, maybe a couple advertisements. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour with the second hour of Rudy Max's World. Now, if your station is leaving us after this hour, I hope to see you here again next week right here in Rudy Max's World. Meanwhile, have a pleasant week. We'll be back in just about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.